Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's episode 52 today. It's me, Finn Kelly, and my friend and colleague, Reese Pearson. Yeah, sure not really friend, I should have said training partner and colleague. Um, have you got a new t-shirt on? Work associate. What'd you say? Have you got a new t-shirt on? Yes, I have. Do you know, I, I, I don't know I've told you, where's Lee Business or whatever? He's got a cool line of clothes. It's like... Stay so gold, cool, yeah. So cool that. Stay golden because I'm I'm a classic bodybuilder. I'm gonna put yeah. my nice camera on black and white. But yeah, so it's a few oversized tees. I got I got a few different oversized tees. They're quite nice. I wouldn't train in them. They're they're, they're actually there's one that's actually like it looks like a top you'd go out in. It's just oversized. Like um, I don't know. I could train in this, but I just I quite like the fit. Like it's just a little bit of a bigger. It feels like a chosen beauty, but just a bit bigger. Which, yeah. when you're fucking massive, it's honestly, it's really nice. There's no chosen few t-shirts really fit. So, yeah, you know, it is what it is. It's what it is. Right, we're going to start off with, we started last week with quick fire questions. This isn't going to take that much time, but we're going to do a, a 10 question each. Would you rather? We, we mentioned, this isn't going to be a it continuous might take a while. thing. We could, we, could run, we could run through them all. There is 64 on the... Uh... Not going through 64, mate. Mm, nobody cares about would you rathers. Uh, mate, like people that. like this kind of stuff. I don't know if they do. I, I think they do. They I do. think people would prefer this than us telling them that we've had another good week in our off season. I know, and yeah, yeah I'm, I'm dieting. You're not really dieting. You look fat, mate. My face is lean now. I, am I swear so... you've got fatter in this diet. Yeah, definitely. I'm actually gaining weight. Your back yeah. has all the fat that's come off your front has gone on your back. It's gone onto my back. And I'm <laughs> mate, sick no, of seeing that same pose. Will you please do another pose? Then we don't. It's adipose. Come on, we don't call oh, it yeah, fat. Sorry. I have to call adipose it adipose tissue. tissue instead of fat. Yeah, through adipose tissue. And mate, you said this, but literally, it's a men's physique pose. What do you expect? If you actually look through my Instagram, there's different photos. Isn't there? Recently, it's just that one pose. Mate, when was the last time we saw a photo of you? Yeah, I'm a fat mess. I'm not, I don't need to show anyone how fat I am. People know. Yeah, so, can see okay, it. So Finn, Finn's having the weekend off. He's not training Friday or Saturday. He had a, um, You were away over the weekend, so you didn't train in your normal setup. The two weeks prior to that, you want yeah, to but I still with. trained, mate. Weeks prior to that, you're on a stag do. Week before that, you're on holiday, mate. It's okay to say that you've fallen off, mate. I'm, just a, I'm a busy guy. Sorry that I've got friends, mate. You, okay, the twenty, the you, tenth. The, you'd, ne- you'd never get invited to a stag do, mate. You're I'm not, not even getting to... invited to mine, mate. It's memories over macros now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so you, you, not say memories over macros, and I go, yeah, fair enough. Everything yeah. that I do. <laughs> we need something like C and C, like com- something over composition. Like, you know, something C, like when you say, when someone says, oh, why are you so fat? You're like, something C over composition, bro. Like, we need a word. Carbs. Carbs over comp. Carbs over comp, yeah, exactly. So, 10th of June was the last time we actually saw a physique update photo or a physique video. 10th of June, that's not even long ago. That's not even long ago. So, what, 20 days ago? So it's been three Mate, weeks. I'm fat. I'm not going to post about how fat I am every week. I look the same. So what, you've Just not like you do. You look, you look fatter in the diet. <laughs> Just getting fatter. Just getting fatter and softer. Yeah, well, when, no? I, when I diet, I'll post a bit more. Like, about my physique. Uh, fair, uh, like, I haven't, I, felt, I haven't, like, had a minute to do a post recently. Like, I felt stupidly busy, obviously, with being away over the weekend. I just haven't had a minute. Like, I need to post about when Miles and Perrin came. I haven't even posted about that yet. Shout out yeah. to Miles and Perrin. I will post it. I love you guys, but I just haven't had a chance. <laughs> right. Fair enough. Are you ready? Yeah. I'll start off. 
Would you rather have a mullet or a ponytail? Now, this is like it's staged, but it's not staged. That is literally just the first question. So shout out to all you guys with mullets out there. I know uh, Will, Will, Will will be thinking we're talking about him. Will and Miles. Who else has we got may think but yeah. hey, we, we may believe it's awful. It's an awful haircut, a mullet, but fair play. Like you yeah. Jack Buff's got a mullet. Yeah. Tom Taylor's got a mullet. He surprised did. Perrin's not got a mullet. I'm surprised he's not gone down that, that route, seeing as everyone yeah. else is. Everyone else in that gang. Well, not everyone. Tom and, and Jack and Miles. I don't know. Miles is, is Miles in with the boys, with those boys? I don't think he is. No. Maybe one day, Miles. Um, right. Would I rather have a mullet or a ponytail? Too fair. I'd probably rather have a mullet. And that's saying something because mullets are shit. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I, agree. I, I reckon I can look a mullet better than a ponytail. 100%. Yeah. Your hair looks like you've got a mullet now, to be fair. Yeah, exactly, mate. Just got it around the back. It's long all around. My it. hair grows so quickly. Too much test, mate. I know. Um, would you rather always have bad gas or always have a really dry mouth? Bad gas. Yeah, dry mouth. I feel like I always have a dry mouth anyway. I'm always drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. I prefer to have bad gas. That's what, definitely. Um, would you rather be a high school teacher or a clown? Probably be a clown, to be fair. Not much change. I can't think, to be fair, I can't think... Those are probably the two worst jobs I could ever think of. Sorry to any clowns or high school teachers. <laughs> that I don't know. Just like I, I know that kids are just twats, and I'd just get pissed off at them. No, at that age, that, yeah, high school is the worst because yeah. they think they're adults, but they're not. They're well, the thing is, as well, like there's also kids that you probably would have a real good crack with, and you'd have a real good relationship with. But that make. Oh, Jesus! Have a real, real good relationship yeah. with those year sevens. Yeah. No, but you know what I mean. Like, I was always no, I like, don't. I don't know what you mean. Yeah, you do. Like, there was teachers that you really got on with. Hey, what? <laughs> what you hated every teacher, did you? Uh, what, what, what did you get up to with these teachers, then, mate? Come on. Nah, you know what I mean. Like, if you had a lesson with a teacher that was decent, you'd, you'd have a good laugh with that teacher. Not just me and the teacher, like the class would have a decent, like if it was a decent teacher. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Good for specifying, not just you and the teacher. And then after, yeah. when it was just me and the teacher, we'd get... Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, uh, makes sense. Would you rather be forced to dance all day, every day, until you get a perfect score on Dancing with the Stars, or be forced to eat mashed potatoes until you get a perfect score on Beat the Chefs? What I honestly don't know what either is. Yeah. You I eat mashed potatoes because you're fat. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I I don't I don't know what either would be. I don't know how long they'd take. I'd probably prefer not to be dancing all day. But at the same time, I don't think I'd be very productive if I was just eating potatoes all day either. So I won't be able to do check-ins either way, mate. You might be able yeah. to do form feedback. Yeah, you could do dance. You could dance and just be in the background dancing, and then be like, "Hey, mate, hope you're all good." Yeah, but, but you won't be able to. How would you prep the check-in? <laughs> true true you just dad to it you just like you when you go back to your laptop you make a few <laughs> no <laughs> yeah, you could, you could eat potato and do it all yeah yeah no i'd say eat probably yeah and yeah, um, right. would you rather be forced to listen to the same 10 songs on repeat for the rest of your life or forced to watch the same five movies on repeat for the rest of your life what like I, that's the only thing i can do yeah so if you want to listen to a song you've got 10 songs you want to listen i would to probably watch five films really i do the opposite 
I don't watch that much TV though, so it's like yeah, I would mate, this is you're not allowed to do anything else ever. That's why it is. Oh. It's, it's not just yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's just if it was like if it was like I only get to choose one or the other, then I'll choose films because I don't watch that many films. So you yeah. do the same because you listen to more music than you watch films. So you would yeah. choose the films because you'd be like, oh, well, I only have five to choose from. But I can just watch them. I never really watch them. Yeah. Whereas with music, if you only had 10 songs, it'd be a bit of a ball ache. But if it was the only thing I could do for the rest of my life, I would probably still watch the films because it's longer. It's more interesting than listening to a song for three minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Um, would you rather go without shampoo for the rest of your life or toothpaste for the rest of your life? You don't use either. Neither. No, no, neither, neither do you, mate. Neither shampoo. My my scalp's so sensitive. I can only use like very very particular shampoo, and even then, half the time. Mate, who would rather go without toothpaste? I know that's the thing. Like, Imagine you can never having hair. toothpaste. Yeah, you can wash your hair with water, yeah. and as long as you're not oily and like have horrible sort of like skin and hair you'll be fine you can't brush your teeth with water you, can, you could but it's not the same is it no. No. shampoo easy uh would you rather have a time machine or a teleporter that's a good one I like that probably teleporter a, probably a time machine a teleporter would be cool but like yeah you'd use it if like oh i want to go on holiday and i can't be asked with a flight like it'd be it would be easy even just like oh i'm gonna go to the gym you get to the mecca in no time but oh, yeah, exactly. yeah. the time machine would be pretty cool to like go back and see or go if you forward. could go if you could go forward or back like yeah. as much as you wanted you'd definitely do that yeah but remember mate if you kill a butterfly it can have last massive impact you can't change anything in the past so you gotta be careful yeah exactly you know you accidentally step on a fly you come back and your mum's dead you don't yeah. exist and you're like oh, oh no kill. you'd be oh. fucked mate that'd be everyone gone yeah i'll be i'll be an orphan <laughs> fantastic <laughs> Um, you know what, mate? Um, would you rather have to always hop around on one foot or always have or have to always squat? You can't squat for shit. Yeah, I can't squat, hop around <laughs> on one foot. Imagine in a conversation, you're like, hey, mate, first time ever meeting, you just drop down and do a squat. You're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you'd, no, you'd always be, you'd be in the squat anyway. You'd have to walk around in the squat. That'd be That's fucking hard. A- you'd have massive quads, to be fair. You'd constantly yeah. be in like a isometric contraction to it, like or you'd be you'd constantly be in the lengthened range. Yeah, exactly. Lengthened only. <laughs> Mate, deeper than both our hacks. Oh yeah. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Definitely. Um, right. Would you rather have to speak in rhyme for the rest of your life or have to speak in riddles for the rest of your life? <laughs> I'm on riddles. Oh yeah, I think I'm... riddles, because it'd be funnier. But either really? way, it'd be quite funny. If it just happened automatically, it'd be great. I'd love, to, I'd do that now. But if I had to think about it, I'd probably just rhyme because it's a bit easier than thinking of riddles. Yeah. If it just happened automatically, I'd do the riddles. Yeah. Makes sense. Right, should we do, what are we on? We're on nine. We'll do... Yeah. What, do we do one more? All right, we'll do one more. Yeah, yeah, then we can always carry it on next time. To be fair, for the, the great listeners out there, if there's anything you want us to do, Please recommend it. We are. We should do that liars game. We just need to prep it. Yeah. If anybody know doesn't know on about this liars game is basically like, like let's say me and Reese said right, you've got thirty seconds to name as many animals as you can, and like I said about I can name ten, 
Reese might say, I can name 11. I might say 12. Then he might say, right, you're a liar. I don't think you can get 12. Then I'd try and get 12. Riveting kind of stuff on a podcast. Um, you, we described do, well. gonna, huh? you described that very well. I'm impressed with that. Yeah. Like, well, I, the description was amazing. That would have taken you about fucking 30 minutes to, to describe it, wouldn't it? Mate, how much you ramble on? That's the reason why I said I'm impressed with it. I don't ramble on, mate. It's you. Anyway... Last one, and then we'll crack on. Yep. Would you rather have to use chopsticks every day for the rest of your life or use a fork? That's, <laughs> That's a shit one. One more. Would you rather have to write everything you say? Would you rather have to write everything you say out by hand or only be able to speak in rhymes? Mm-hmm. I'd probably choose the first one and it would make my words so efficient because I would literally not want to chat shit. I'd be like, sorry, I'd be like, don't talk. Yeah. Would I'd you be able to talk or do you actually just have to write it and show person? Yeah. Because then you just wouldn't talk to anybody really, would you? Yeah, no, exactly. exactly. If someone says hi and I'm just, I'd be like you on prep, not talking yeah. to anybody. Exactly. It'd be no different for me. Yeah. Uh, right, one more, one more, last one. Would you rather listen to an annoying laugh for a whole day or get tickled for an hour? <laughs> oh, bad that. I hate an annoying laugh. I just want, I, I hate annoying noise. You know, it's like, is that really needed? Yeah, if it's like a fake laugh, it's fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah. But then tickling, I can switch myself off quite well, but it's not nice. It's not, nobody sits there and goes, oh yeah, I love getting tickled after that initial three seconds of that. Yeah. So an hour, oh. I'd probably say the laugh would be, it's a, it's a lesser intent. The intensity is less, but the duration is longer. Well, I feel like if I just go and think about an hour, I'm just going to get tickled. Yeah. I'm going to switch myself off from a daydream. I'm going to try and like get out of here, think about something else. I could probably do that. So I, if it was every that. day. It's not, an hour is like, not that long. No. It'd be like right. hour fasted cardio, hour tickled, hour, hour fasted tickle. You That's could easily... You could easily just be like, right, that hour is down to, that's planned for tickling that hour. Yeah. You just cut it out of the day, forget about it, crack I've on. programmed my uh, hour tickle into yeah. the <laughs> Would be good cardio. Yeah, yeah 24 Did you know, laugh, laughing burns more calories than cardio. I saw it on a post on Instagram, so it must be true. Oh, I saw it on Facebook. I think like one of my family members. 20 years ago, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, no wonder I'm so healthy. <laughs> <sighs> fucking fat twat right going in so <laughs> got the question you wanna uh, how, how's your week mate we'll do a quick one because you said people don't care I know you said you've been a bit ill you're a bit under the weather yeah I feel a little bit um, I don't know Jack messaged me today saying he's got COVID um, miss, big Mr. Buff um, and obviously I was with him at the weekend so I do I just feel a bit off like my throat's a bit sore I keep having to blow my nose I think partly it's hay fever as well but I'm sound like I just feel a bit meh. Um, but I've also been like, I wouldn't, I'm not stressed because I don't let stress get on top of me, but I've just been like nonstop pretty much. Um, with obviously like with traveling, with clients competing, like I've got everyone that's on prep, like checking in every morning now. So it's like doing, and they're not like full check-ins, but it's still like doing an extra eight check-ins pretty much every day. Like, but it's not a full one, but it's like having, having their sheets up, listening to the voice note, looking at their photos or the videos, like, so it's just, it's, it's busy, but it's good. I'm not complaining because 
it's mental that I'm in that position to think like, I'd have never thought that even like a year ago that I'd be doing that or two years ago, I'm doing exactly what I wanted to be doing. So like, I can't complain. It's just about managing my time and as best I can. Um, I've bought a recumbent bike, as I told you about. It was from Argos. I'll give people a review when it actually arrives because it's not here yet. It should be here in the next few days. Um, it was like 200 and something pounds, 220 quid, I think it was. Uh, but I just want, I want to be able to work when I can do cardio, when I'm doing cardio, because at the minute, the bike that I've got, like for, I could, I could do work on it, but I just be, I can't get my heart rate to a decent level because I'm like having to sit upright and it's just really uncomfortable. And also the handles have broken on the bike. So I've like got tape all around the, the handles to try and keep it in position, but I can't really lean on it properly. So basically I've got a new bike that should come in the next few days. Um, obviously had Matt's show at the weekend in Northern Ireland. So me and Shannon traveled there on Saturday, came back on Monday evening. It was really good. It was like a really, really nice weekend. It was nice to meet, you know, a lot of my clients from Northern Ireland. Um, yeah, it was really good, but obviously just a shame about the result. Cause he came second. Um, yeah, just a shame. Got robbed. Huh? Got robbed. Got robbed. Nah, I'm not going to say he got robbed, but like, it could, in my opinion it could have easily gone either way like i'm not i hate it when people like moan or like oh it was wrong like politics, huh? politics. yeah all politics um at the end of the day that like, is what it is there's no point in dwelling on it he knows he did everything right he nailed it he like he absolutely nailed his prep he did absolutely everything he possibly could um and yeah he looked mint and that's what's important at the end of the day you can't control what the judges think or who else turns up he looked mint that's what's important he was the best he could be um now he's reversing out he's managing the re reverse out post show really really well um and yeah basically we're just sort of in a recovery phase at the minute and we will be for a little while um other than that i've got a wedding this weekend where i'm one of three best men i've got to do like a so obviously i've got to do like a best man speech which i'm not even going to prepare for because i'm going third so i'm just i'm not i'm just going to basically probably take the piss out of the first two speeches i'm not going to like because they'll just both say the same thing so i'm not going to prepare a speech i'm just going to wing it but I've got, I've been asked to, my mate messaged me and he was like, because you're a confident young man, can you um, do like a, like, um, can you basically like read a poem at the actual ceremony? And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to say no. Like I'll do whatever, if it's his wedding, I'm not going to like, it's basically what his, his fiance wants. Like, I'm not going to say no, like it's my best mate. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, no, I'm scared. I'm like, yeah, I'll do whatever. Um, she sent me it anyway. Uh, it's quite long. There's a couple of words in there that I'm like, I don't even know what that means. So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to practice this. Um, I'm not. To be fair, I'm not trying to think about it because it just makes me a bit nervous. But I'm, I'll, I'll absolutely smash it. Obviously, I'll be, I'll basically just own the whole wedding. I'll be the talk of the wedding. They'll be talking about my poem more than how we'll live looks. We'll be live in the party, mate. Live in the party, Finn Kelly. Live in the party, Finn Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Just ask, uh, just ask David. Yeah. So yeah, I've got that to do, but I need to uh, actually try and learn it. Although she's no, she says she's printing it out for me. Imagine if I had to learn it. Fucking hell. That'd be horrible. Um, but yeah, I got my suit. I tried my suit on the other day and it's still too small. Uh, I, can't, I can't move in it really. I can't sit down in it. So on Monday when we were in Ireland, I bought some like stretchy trousers from River Island. So I'm going to have the actual ceremony for like the evening do i'm going to change into those stretchy trousers which kind of look the same as a suit anyway um and that is it quite a quite a big update that to be fair yeah mate, you were saying people don't care people glued right people now. love like, me people love me mate yeah. i'm wow. kind of a big what deal about, 
Yeah, what a life Finn Kelly has. Non-stop, mate. Oh, I'll, I'll, fucking hell, I forgot. My sister's had a baby. Yeah? Yeah, my sister's had a baby, another one, popping them out left, right and centre. Literally popped this one out, stood up. She did. She popped it out, stood up at home, home birth with my mum and dad there. Uh, and even her little boy there, mental, like all there in the front room. Crazy. Um, she's got a video of it, like I said to you. And I do want to watch it, but I also don't know if I want to watch it. Um, yeah. But yeah, new, uh, I'm an auntie now because it was a girl. So uh, I'm an auntie. I was an uncle for the boy, so I'm an auntie now. Uh, uh, yeah, we haven't, I haven't met her yet. I'm going to meet her tomorrow. I'm going to go there on the way to going back home for the wedding. Yeah. Busy. Told you I was busy. Yeah, very busy. No, fair enough. Mine's pretty boring. About a kilo down. Finn thinks I'm fatter. I'm not. Man. I'm actually. Um, I do that. Mm, yeah, yeah. A kilo down uh, from from last week. No real changes. CV's been up uh, frequency wise. Training's good. Feel good. Felt actually. I looked at myself yesterday for the first time and thought, ah, oh, I actually look decent. Like I, I hadn't looked that good after surgery. I felt like it took me a decent while to get some fullness back. And obviously going into a fat loss phase like after like a week or two of maintenance. I didn't really ever get back to like the level of fullness and like muscularity pop that I had. But uh, no, the last uh, few days have been good from a visual standpoint. And, uh, and yeah, no complaints. As Finn said, relatively busy. I need to get to the bottom of it because I've been having a migraine once a week now for the last, like a visual migraine once a week for the last probably three, no, probably, yeah, three, I'd probably say once a week or once every 10 days. So that's like 12 weeks, so that's probably three months. So that could be something I need to improve upon because I'm literally sat in front of a laptop constantly um, and always on WhatsApp and on my phone, to be fair. So I need to kind of give myself a bit of time to probably chill out when I can. But then I can't because when I need to chill out, I think I could be doing this. I need to be doing this. And it's a constant, ever-ending cycle of I need to do more. So therefore, I then ruin myself even more and I work every day. So yeah, that's probably not good. But that could be something I can could improve upon but other than that life is good training is good and yeah not too bad not too bad want to get into the questions mate yeah did you get many i got a few i got a few um so we've got josh jenkins excited to train at pure on saturday um so gonna be at the fit expo and maybe potentially i'm gonna to have to train at pure on saturday however i've spoke to the guy that i'm going with and uh, and he said that I'm not going to that, that you can either train before or I can train afterwards as it's not going to be there till close. And I know that prophecy is staying open. It's opening up at like six and it's staying open till about eight. So it should, we should be done by about four. So I might train afterwards. I might train before. I don't know. I need to think because what would you be saying if let's say if I need to be there for about eight thirty nine a.m. Like the gym opens at six, I'm tempted to go and deadlift, like go and do my pool session in the morning, like get there for six. Two and a half, three hours you'd, will be sound. You'd be better off training before because you'll be on your feet all day and you'll yeah. you'll be a bit trashed. Meeting, yeah, all your, gonna... meeting all your fans, mate, you'll be battered. Yeah. Exactly. So I would yeah. I would train before if I was you. I, if I was you, I'd probably stay the night before. I am. Yeah, that's what I'll be doing most likely. Yeah. Then yeah. go and train. Yeah, I think I'm going to... What I'm going to do is on Friday, I'm heading up um, after my haircut. I'll train there when i get there for probably like 4 30 ish like you train four the elite five. or prophecy which one would you say is better elite really what for push for everything okay in my opinion yeah. like it's I, i've had quite a few clients from around there transition in the like fucking analysis mint yeah no that's cool yeah so i'll probably be i'll train there after, oh, friday 
and then Saturday. The thing is, it's more so like I'm thinking about work as well because it's like obviously I've got to do my check-ins. But I prefer not to get up, not be able to get everything done, go and train afterwards, and then thinking in the back of my mind, I need to do work. I need to get to my laptop. I need to get to my laptop, and it's fucking eight or nine p.m. You know. And I know there's like a, a little bit of they're going out for drinks and food and stuff afterwards, which I probably will not go to. But I don't want it where I'm thinking in the back of my head, I need to get to my laptop. It's difficult, laptop. isn't it? It is difficult. Yeah. Like, yeah. Probably what I'll do is I'll most likely just go train first thing and then I'll know I'll have a break or whatever. And I'll literally just, I'll ask if I bring my laptop in, guys. And then if I can bring my laptop in. I'll I feel be like we're both, we're at that point now where... Anything different, it's all right. It's yeah, just, but just like try, trying to juggle... Your own Life. training, yeah. coaching, social media, and then like potentially, you know, being sponsored and having to do things like that, which you generally yeah. are obliged to, to do, especially yeah. if it's like in your contract. Like it's very difficult. And like like I said to you, like for both of us, our own business, our coaching is the most important thing. It's more it's so much more important than being sponsored. Like, oh no, no, not even not even that. Don't take people to take that out of context. Training and business. Like it's you know yeah but you know what i mean i'm like there's yeah, we wouldn't want to like anything that is out of that normal routine of coaching and training like it's basically it's like a, a bit of a ball ache like as much as like you can't think like that because you've got to have a life outside of that to an extent but when you enjoy it and when you want to do well like you're saying like whenever you're not doing something you think oh there's something i could be doing there's never nothing that you, you there's always something that we could be doing so it is difficult to like try and juggle it all. Yeah. I'm going into it with no real stress. Like I'm trying to, I'm looking at it, I'm thinking like, hey, ho, it doesn't matter if it's maybe not completely optimal in regards to meal timings or my training session. At the end of the day, I look back at like times when I was like 18, 19, and I'd be like in a different city, like let's say with somebody else or having a good weekend away. And I'd train, I wouldn't think too much about my meal timings. I just eat. And now I'd be like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that. And I'm like, just take a step back, have a have a good time. Memories over macros, bro. Um, just as I'm going to basically prep all my meals, have all my food ready. And then if I'm training... It's also the work side of things. Yeah, exactly. And I don't want to be stressing because like, I think a lot of people, I get, if anything, I get quite envious of people who could just do check-ins at like, let's say 10 p.m. and not worry. But I'd literally, if I finish, if I, let's say I'm doing something, in the back of my mind, all I'm thinking of is, I've got work to do, I've got work to do. When can I get to my laptop? When can I get to my yeah. laptop? And but also, it's not like, how it's good for structure and routine, you know? Generally, check-ins don't, our check-ins don't take us an hour to get back to everybody. Like, no. I've, I think I've had 13 check-ins today and it's taken me from like half seven till pretty much when we came on here, like half two. Yeah. I, I don't know how many hours that is. I'm, I'm too fried from all my check-ins. But like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're out all day, at an expo or something like that like you can obviously message your clients and be like oh sorry guys and then people will understand 100 percent, but then you're yeah. behind and then when it comes around to if you're there all weekend mate and if you couldn't really do check-ins yeah. like come around to monday you'll be doing 30 check-ins in a day yeah and but, monday with rotherham i've got to be like, it's, it's honestly <laughs> it, is, it is like yeah it's, it's difficult i think it's difficult because we hold ourselves to that high standard and like I hate to message my clients and say like, sorry, your check-in's going to be a little bit later or sorry, this weekend I'm doing this. Like, I hate doing that, even though they all understand. Oh, like, yeah, they're, yeah. they're never going to moan or anything because they know that, you know, oh, that's fine. Don't worry. Like, you know, you've got something on. I know you'll still get back to me as soon as, but I hate having to do that. Yeah, it's not nice. It's not enjoyable. And I think it's because we actually care. 
I think yeah. the best one would be if you didn't care and you just go, oh, sound, I can give you guys a two-minute check-in. Yeah, but that's or, when you'd never yeah, get... Yeah, and when the service anywhere. drops, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So maintaining those standards is so important, I think, in maintaining a good coaching service. And when you get busier, it is more challenging. And when you have things that are out mm. of the usual, it is a bit of a challenge. But hey-ho, I'll take a bit of a backseat. As I know I'll be able to train, which is good. I'll have all my food. I'm not going to miss a beat with that. I'll be able to get my cardio done. I'll be able to get my work done. It might just mean I'm doing it at slightly different times. Here's what it is. I've got to enjoy it and think I'm quite lucky that, let's say, a company's taking me. So that's at least something you'll look at. Because I remember going to Body Power when I was like 15, 14. And I remember thinking, fuck it, it'd be cool to be on one of these booths, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And now you realise that it's just anybody. <laughs> yeah, anybody. They got me on. They got me. They got you on last year. So fuck it, until that. Right, are you ready? Yeah. So this is from Mackenzie, Max Swagger Fitness. Hi guys, hope you're doing well. Do either of you experience anxiety the more you put yourself out there on social media or has it never bothered you? Thanks. Good question. Um, I think it depends. I started, both of us, didn't we? we we've posted our training for years on, before it was even a business. Like, I had Reese Fit as my or was Reese Fitness as my Instagram handle from when I was like 15. So I really didn't care. And like I'd say there's certain things that you probably would ha- I would have anxiety over without even realizing some nerves, maybe like people maybe me thinking, oh, I hope people appreciate this or don't like, you know what I mean? I feel like you can overthink sometimes. But direct anxiety of let's say putting myself out there on social media, no, not really. Like I don't put stories up when I'm talking and I'm like, okay, I need to make sure that I've worded everything perfectly. I'll just put it up there. Cause I think that's how I am. It's same with the podcast. I bet the first time we did this together, we probably were subconsciously somewhat anxious. And then you realize you're like, Oh, we're just chatting. We're just chatting. <laughs> and it's probably more so without even realizing you have some level of anxiety, but I wouldn't have ever really struggled with like putting myself out there or putting up a photo. And I'm like, Oh, I hope people, like, you know what I mean? I don't, I just put a photo and think people like it. People like yeah. it. Like, cool. I think it's just the same as anything that anything that you are anxious about, the more that you do it, the less anxious you are about it. So we probably were when we first started posting, we probably were thinking, Oh, like I wonder what people are going to think. Like if you first ever posted a photo of you, like with a top off or a video of you training, you probably did think at the time, like, Oh God, you know, I'm posting my first video. Yeah. That's normal to think like that. And and, And probably there is a bit of anxiety attached to that, but the more that you do it, the more that it just becomes the norm. And also like the more that you do it, the more that you realize that you don't really care too much what people think. If they're, if they're being negative, what you put out might help people. It might just help you. It might help you keep track of things a little bit more. It might help you be a little bit more regimented or be a little bit more disciplined. Um, if some people don't like it, like what does it matter? Like look at all the hate that people get on TikTok and stuff, but what does it matter? That generally, you're only going to get hate if you're probably doing quite well at it. You've probably got a decent amount of followers. Like people who get three likes a photo aren't going to get hate. Like, so yeah, it's normal to get a little bit anxious when you're first doing it, but the more that you do it, the more it becomes normal. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I do agree. Uh, Jack Eagles, what class should I do? Long term question mark. Just love it when you talk about me. Should we leave that one then? That'd be a good reply. Just ignore Stand it. Up. Just ignore it. <laughs> no, I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, you would like that. I feel like Jack comes across. He'd be like, he'd probably be deep down, like he'd get upset. Yeah, I think he'd be crying. <laughs> uh, I think he should do classic. Yeah, 
to be fair with Jack, he could do really anything. But I think with the rate a small bodybuilder, isn't he? So he's classic. Yeah. Yeah, I think with the rate of growth he's had, like and how he looks, he could literally he could do anything. Like he's got ridiculous potential, you know that. But I think long term he'd be better suited towards actually showing his legs because legs are good. Legs are really good. So yeah. yeah, yeah they're as good as yours. They're better than yours. Quads are better than mine. I'd do them on hamstrings. I think he's just so much better than you everywhere. To be fair, that's the reason why I didn't say physique. Because <laughs> you fucking do me. Jack, stop doing physique. Please, don't do physique. <laughs> Definitely don't stay me. away from physique, yeah. Yeah, stay away from physique. Stay, and then when I go to classic, I'll be like, Jack, you're good for fucking open, bro. <laughs> you're good, bro. <laughs> Honestly, mate, too good for classic, too big. You're good for classic now, mate. And he's like, Reese, aren't you 10 kilos heavier than me? And I'm like, nah, honestly, bro, you're you're too good for classic. You need to go over. Right. Is... You need to retire, man. Your blood work's too bad. You think about that, you need to step away from bodybuilding. The health what, you're going to open? No, imagine. I go to classic, he goes to open. I then go to open, I go to Jack Jack. Honestly, mate, like, didn't you jump on when you were like 15? Like, come on, man. Be careful if I was you. You're not going, you'll never go to open, mate. Nah, no chance. I want to. Wouldn't be fun. Wouldn't be fun. But to be fair, what Jack could do, he's got a UK DFBA title, isn't he? Wait seven years. Do you play the FBA like men's physique? Because, mate, he'd still probably be a junior at that point. He's been 19 for the last five years. I swear Jack's been 19 for the last five years. Definitely so I reckon, right. yeah, if he could just seven years now and then just take over everything in the UK DFBA. Or worst case, just do BMBF. They'll probably accept you now. Just do what that guy did at the weekend. I'll tell you about that. I did, didn't I? Yeah, he told me, yeah. Finn, Finn said it. He hasn't mentioned this on the podcast. A guy turned up to the BNBF show who was on gear, didn't realise, and they asked him to drug test him. He was like, what? Drug test? No. Just come off, come off cycle, bro. <laughs> you could tell he was on gear. Like, when as soon as he came out, I said to Shannon, I was like, he's not nice. I was like, he just, I, I literally said he just won't know. Like, he won't know that he's not allowed to be. And that's exactly what happened. And they asked him, and he was like, "No, no, I'm, I'm natty now. Like, I wasn't last week, but I'm natty now. It's like yeah, you, mate. You've been natty the- for the last ten weeks." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, completely. Right, it's going to cut us mm. off, so okay. I will start the second one. Part two. It's not part two, though, really, is it? Right. Part one. <laughs> Just carrying on with part one, yeah. Um. This is from Nathan Gardner. He says, who would win in a quarter-mile drag race? What, in our cars? No, no. mate, sprinting. In a foot race, it'd be me, uh, actually. No, that. Yeah, not sure. In our cars, I think it'd probably be you. I reckon, just about. Although, I don't know, you're a bit scared of it, aren't you? So. Yeah. And to be fair, there's a high chance. Like, mate, if he's in the wet, if I floor it, the back end's spinning out and I'm doing 17 donuts a year. Yeah. So you'd still be able to catch me up. Yeah, probably. To be fair, my, car, my car's not, not slow. Rapid. You tried to hit somebody crossing the road yesterday. Didn't try to, mate, did I? Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, right. Makes sense. Um, Mac Morris, I DM'd you mine, struggling to think of a question each week. Well, Mac, you don't have to always ask a question. We want quality, not quantity. Yeah. So you'll be feeling like, and this is to be fair, anybody, we like the questions. We appreciate the questions, but don't be having to be thinking and racking your brain. Like I need to ask a question. If you, if a this, question next week, we're not going to get any questions now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so asked, fault. this podcast is going to go to shit because you've asked people to not ask. Fuck, ruined it. Okay, guys, quantity over quality. Yeah, as much as you can. 
even if they're shy. We started, we started with literally would you rather's. We are scraping the bottom <laughs> of the barrel. Help us out, guys, please. Right. If a weaker muscle group is growing on the stimulus you provided, would you apply more volume or leave volume where it is? I'm honestly thinking such as recovery and load through the area of muscle. So a weaker muscle, growing at an okay pace, do you need more volume? Are you recovering? If you're recovering well, then potentially play around with that in a set here or there. But if it's growing well and you're progressing your training well, then you don't need to. It wouldn't no. be a bad it wouldn't be a bad idea to assess and be like, okay, I'll try and chuck a set in. But often what will happen when you do that is you'll realise that you probably were at kind of where you needed to be volume wise and the extra sets that you're adding in is probably poorer quality. Like we've done that before. Like we were like, oh we could probably add an extra set. We could probably add an extra set. And then long term, we usually end up reverting back to where we were because that third set or fourth set or whatever it might be tends to just start being like we're doing it for the sake of it because we feel like we can do it, but then the actual quality of it goes down. Um, so what I say to my clients, it's what we just spoke about, quality over quantity. I say that to my clients all the time. It's like ultimately it doesn't matter if you're doing more volume if it's not good volume. So instead of thinking about how much volume you're doing, think about the quality of the volume. And then if you think you're nailing everything and you think, actually, I probably could get away a little bit more, then try it, but just do it slowly. Don't go and chuck in 10 sets, chuck in a couple of sets um, and then just assess from there. If those sets feel really good and you feel like they're productive, then great. If they feel like they're just a bit of a, not a waste of time, but you feel like you're doing them for the sake of it, then I'd probably revert back to what you were doing. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I also think as well, like not to macker directly, but in a, in a sense to macker directly, you'll be in a gaining phase for a long time, mate. Like you don't need to be driving volume up across areas instantly. Like you, if you think about it, you could easily run off like a low level of volume and then rinse that until, okay, cool. You might not notice as much growth and then add sets. So it doesn't always need to be instantaneous. If you need, let's say, so for Maka, what, what did he, what did he need? Probably greater, like a better upper chest potentially, back density, like back probably would be the one thing you'd really need to work on. So if let's say looking at like his posterior, you could be on baseline volume. If your back's getting better, cool. Then eventually up it when it's needed and go from there. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, cool. By the way, guys, we're on 119 ratings on Spotify. So if you haven't rated us, get on wow. Spotify. Let's try and get that up to 120, 125 by next week. Um, this one's from Fitness Journal J. And it says, long-time listener, first-time asker which is cool. Um, big cool. Ped, she's put big Ped fan. She's a big fan, fan of Ped. We've not heard from Ped in a while. I hope you're doing well, Ped. I still, I'll be honest, I still haven't listened to that voice note you sent me. <laughs> mate, Dan the, Gash jo- Dan the Gash Jones, I'm sorry, mate, I've still not listened to your voice notes either. <laughs> I'm I just, I'm so busy, I'm such a coach that if you're not coached by me, I, I can't get back to you. Now, I, I've got back, I even messaged him saying, I haven't listened to your voice notes yet. And he put, what? You haven't listened yet? It's about a weapon in progress works. I will listen uh, to it, just, I don't hmm. know when. Um, Not soon, yeah. Uh, so yeah, she asked, "What did Jack Piad actually do?" It's, it's a tough subject for you, isn't it? Because he bent you over. Yeah, oh, I just struggled with it. To be fair, it's a, it's a hard one. I just, and there was many things that were hard. I wasn't. I didn't enjoy it. Um, no, in all seriousness, to be fair, this was some of the drama that, like, I think a lot of it is like, exacerbated and it's uh, it's heightened and it's the social media sort of thing. Unfortunately, we said this before, there's bell ends in any walk of life. 
There's bell ends in coaching. There's bell ends in training. There's bell ends who are PTs. There's bell ends, bell ends who are football managers, whatever. Like there's so many twats out there. And unfortunately in the industry, especially with how social media is, if you cock up or if I say unfortunately, probably fortunately, if you cock up, you can get exposed. And there's, I've heard a lot of bad things about said Jack Piad, unfortunately. That's not to say he's a bad person. That's not to say he's a good person. I'm going to leave my opinions out of it. We'll, we'll, you told me we'll yesterday talk. that you love Piad. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you, and, you and him are in cahoots. No, he's he's a yeah. I I don't really, I don't follow him. I haven't followed him for years, if I'm honest. Um, some of the behaviour he does is very suspect, um, and it's just a bit strange. There's been plenty of allegations, but without proof, you, I don't want to say this is what I've heard. I don't I've know, seen. but I don't know. Exactly your imagination can probably guess like Pretty things that he'll have said to girls or whatever. Like we don't know exactly. We're not going to say exactly. How he goes about business practice, all the things from a coaching standpoint that should remain professional. I think probably he blurred the lines and probably was the opposite of that. So therefore, he got outed for it, and I think it's probably quite a good thing that he got outed for it because that sort of behaviour shouldn't be allowed, especially when people trust in you by paying for a service and you're very manipulative. Or that's the issue though, with this industry. Is that yeah. It's so easy to get into it. Everybody nowadays is an online coach, yeah. and a lot of those people are probably not not maybe the the nicest or they've maybe not got the most they're not the most sort of or they've not got the best ethics if you like yeah they're probably not the but that's that's again like you say that's that's people in all walks of life yeah you, there'd be doctors that are like that policemen that are like that like but you're going to get it everywhere you've almost just got to be able to try and sense it and i also feel like it's probably not that hard to sense like no if someone's, and this isn't just a direct dig at PIAD, but like if someone's a coach uh, or someone that you're going to potentially hire for a service and they've got, I don't know how many followers he's got, but they're getting, he's got like 40,000 followers or something. He gets like a hundred likes on a photo. Like already that's something that I would just think, oh, well, this guy is not real. (laughs) He's not not a real person. Have you ever seen PIAD? He's fake. He's a fake person. Not even real. He's just a bot. He's a bot coach. <laughs> and like my first interaction with him was him messaging me, sending me a, video, a photo of myself or like a photo going, yo, bro, your potential is amazing. Yeah, like, just trying to get you to coach. To, to coach. That's what he did to Matt. That's what he did to Matt. He messaged Matt, yeah. like, oh, I'd love to coach it. Yeah, and it was like, I literally was like, mate, I'm fine. I'm sound. But like at 17, 18, seeing a guy with 25K followers who post loads of photos and you think oh cool like you could take that and be almost in awe of somebody but in reality you don't know you don't know what the background the, is um my first contact with him was when i got off stage and uh what was his name james james didn't place and he was like yeah. he should have placed he should have placed and i was like yeah sound he's like staring at me as if like he should have beat you I was like cool that's what you think yeah. mate yeah fine I was, like, I was the life of the party mate that's why i placed not a good bodybuilder Life of the party, though. Yeah. He's good, got good vibes. Yeah. Good vibes, no condition. That's yeah, no, no muscle, no condition, but he's got good vibes. He's smiling a lot, so let's give him to yeah, exactly. Cheers, Lee. Cheers, Lee, if you're listening. Thanks for that. Um, this is from Perrin. He said, how's the big... How's the leg, big boy? I thought it was, how's the big leg? How's the leg, big boy? Um, thanks for calling me big boy, mate. It's all right. It's better, because I didn't hack this week, but it's still not great. Like right now, my my glute is just on fire. Well, I'm just sat, 
So it was not ideal. It was definitely something quite not quite right. But like Aaron seems to think it's just a lot of tightness. Um, so yeah, we'll see. But my leg session was actually really good, to be fair. Like I, I didn't think I'd be able to get a decent session in, but I did. So that was nice. Um, I just got to be careful with it. But a bit annoying, but it's it's getting better. Then he also asked, when will you and Reese come to UFIT and bash legs with the boys? That could be quite a cool thing. We, we should are, do something. Not that far, you know. No, we should do something where like, we either get an Airbnb for a night or we just go in the morning and we make a day out, out of it. Like We leave at six, we get there, we do some check-ins in a random like calf or whatever, and then we go and train. Like, it'd be cool. We should. I don't know why we don't, but we'll regret it eventually if we don't do stuff like this. So we should. Yeah, we should. It's, I think it's just over two hours, so it's not even bad. Was it not? Okay. Like yeah, we could, I, I'm not sure exactly, but we could probably just do check-ins here and then go, and we could maybe yeah. stay the night after and then do check-ins and then travel back or something like that in the evening. It would be good yeah, to stay yeah. over because it'll feel yeah. like a lot, of, not a lot of driving, but it'll feel like we'll be in a rush. Do you want to do that over the next couple of months? We'll get some sorted. I'll do that. Yeah. Cool. I was on yeah. about, I spoke to Perrin and Miles about trying to find somewhere in the middle of us all um like between now and when they compete like yeah. hope at least a couple of times i think the grow room is maybe where we'll end up going i'm not sure so i think that's about it's a couple of hours from us isn't it yeah it's an hour, it's an hour 45 from me uh, it'll be a bit two hours and a bit from me because it's down i'm not sure i think it's maybe probably about the same maybe a bit further from miles and i think it's about an hour and maybe hour and a half two hours from Perrin so maybe less yeah. so that'd be alright so yeah we will sort that at some point mate you fit is decent as well for legs to be fair yeah push not the best and to be fair even Paul like, it's not amazing no it's it's, it's alright yeah um, what's your opinion this is from Conran B Fit what's your opinion on PDs if not competing but earning good money from social media sponsorships etc I don't really have a much of an opinion. I we've said before that like if you're not competing, I, I do think it's silly. If I'm honest, like I, I do genuinely think it's it's silly to a some aspect. But then additionally, it's an individual's choice, and it's an individual's like that actually wants to go for it. And if you're if the mon monetary and the pros outweigh the cons, you can understand why someone would, even if we were to agree or not. Uh, you know, if we were to disagree, and what does it matter? At the end of the day, these people are allowed to make decisions. Some people will just jump on gear for ego reasons and to look good on holiday. That I think is silly. But if you're making good money out of it, you understand the pros, the cons. Like, you know, I'm not going to say I'm for it. I don't think people should be like, oh yeah, jump on gear for a sponsorship and for social media for clout. But people do. I think it comes down to education, doesn't it? I think yeah. if they're educated enough to know what they're doing and do it safely, then fair play, do what you want. But I think if you, many people do. yeah, majority of people don't. So if, if it's a case of where you just, oh, I want to look a bit bigger, I want to be bigger than that guy, or I want to look good in a vest, like probably not the best idea. Um, that doesn't protocol. mean, huh? What's the ped protocol for, for that? You just know, 300, 300 on a 300 meg test on a Monday. Um, yeah. But yeah, if <laughs> like, it doesn't, because we have definitely said that before, like, oh, if you're not trying to compete at a high level, then it's not worth it. But you could also argue like you could be making a lot of money from social media. So yeah. if we're looking at it from an aspect of you could be making a lot of money if you're competing at a high level, you could argue it's the same kind of thing. But again, it just comes down to whether or not you actually know what you're doing. That's the most important thing. And then like you say, at the end of the day, it's up to that individual. Make your own decisions. 
you know, it's not down to us to say whether or not someone should or shouldn't do it, really. Even as a coach, you know, I would still never say to someone, you should do this or you shouldn't do this. I'll always say, right, this is what I think. This is, you know, laying out the pros, the cons, what you need to know, finances that you need to understand, all those kind of things, and then still let that person make up their own mind. Finances, mate, all the tests is like 30, 35 quid. Yeah, it's cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. I don't need anything else. Blood work, scans, nah. Knowing the stack design, nah, just 35 quid test, mate. Just 300, just 300 milligrams test. Yeah, that's it. Right. And um, uh, what was it? What was it? Uh, 40 milligrams of, of clenadine. 40 milligrams. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, mate, and uh, and uh, a Rome, no, not a Romacin, uh, a Rimidex on the you pin. <laughs> that's what it has to be. That's the cycle. Right. Is it mine? Yeah, it is you, mate. This is from Will Razzo. He says, if Ronnie adopted the JP style of training, do you think he'd be better than he was? Mm, probably not. Maybe. I don't know. It's, Ronnie trained well, trained hard, trained really intense. I would trained argue he, he, he pretty much did train like the JP style yeah. of training. He just well, he did, did a stupid more. amount of volume as well. Yeah, yeah, like that's the thing. Like, Would he have been any worse, any better? Probably not. Like, You've got to look at both of these. And think he might not be as fucked as he is now. Yeah, yeah, but they're both individuals who train very, very, very hard. Like intensity is through the roof. So therefore, I'd be almost taking that, and I'd be thinking, well, therefore, intensity is what you probably need to take from their training, if anything. But would it have been better? Would Would Ronnie have been better if he'd done RAR and stuff like that? With his genetics and long term, he probably would be a lot better now if he had trained with reps and reserve. And genetically, he probably could have amassed a very, very, very good physique. Would it have been as good as he was looking? Maybe so. Maybe not. It would really depend. Drug cycle design, etc. Everything like that is so much greater and more in depth now. And there, there's there's things he could be better if it was if he took the same individual. But at the same time, could he have generated the same level of intensity in today's society? How social media is, how comments are. He might have been a completely different individual. So it's like it is what it is. It's in the past. Maybe so. Maybe not. You wouldn't know. What would you say? Would you say straight up yes or straight up no? It's impossible to say. I know that's a boring answer, but it's impossible to say. Could be a podcast host. I think, um, <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm just useless. I think he would be probably better off now in regards to like health because he would have been, he would probably still have been as strong and trained as intense, maybe even stronger, but he wouldn't have done quite as much total volume. But then, like you say, who knows? It's impossible to say whether or not he'd be better or worse or healthier or not as healthy. Like, yeah, it is. That's the that's the thing. Like you could do studies all day long, but you just never know. If he had his life again, the only way you'd know is if he had his life again and did something different. Like it's impossible to say. Um, but yeah, like I think the only difference would be if you look at like Ronnie versus what Jay did, because Jay trained like generally higher volume, less intense, still had a stupid amount of muscle, but like look how healthy he is now. But that, again, that that's not always down to just what he did. Like, there's Genetic numerous things. Yeah, there's so many things that come down to people's health. Yeah, you know, a lot of people just genetically have, you know, the potential. Some people are genetically, you know, have a greater potential to develop cancer than others because it's going to run in their family. Or you know, there's loads of other things that come into it. So, yeah, it's it's a good question to be fair, but it's impossible to answer. Yeah. Sorry, mate. You'll have, to, you'll have to stop listening to the podcast, mate, because we can't answer. Look at Finn with his accrual of adipose tissue. I mean, just 
genetic composition. Genetic, there. yeah. I'm actually, yeah. I'm just, I've just got big bones. I'm actually oh, really lean. I've just got big bones. Yeah. I don't even eat a lot. I just look at food and gain weight. Just yeah. genetic. Hey, this is the Hear this. I thought this is kind of carries on. Thoughts on top coaches? Chris Aceto, Chad Nichols, Hannah. Are they good or outdated? So this is actually a bit of a continuation from like the last one about Ronnie. I'm also talking about a few, I'm not going to say old school coaches because these are still relatively popular. But like, are they good or outdated? Well, we've got to say we don't actually have any experience with them. And the modern way of coaching, we both probably say is more modern. But the results that these coaches provide, you're almost a bit like, can't really argue with it. Yeah, you can't argue with experience. Simple as that. Yeah. Like, if you've been no, in for it. that long and you've seen that many people's physiques, like, I guarantee that they will be good coaches. Even if they might do some things that you'd question in regards to health and some things that might be considered old school and that probably are old school and, you know, sometimes might not even make sense on the sort of molecular level. But if you know that something works and you've done it and you've seen it just because again, there's not a study on it or because there's no evidence behind it doesn't always mean that it's a bad thing. Um, I think so like now everybody has to be so scientific about things, which isn't a bad thing because it's like critical thinking. It makes you, you know, learn more and makes you understand more. But also sometimes it's like, right, there might not be studies on it yet, but this works. Like, it's shown to work. It's worked with however many people like, but yeah, there might not be specific studies on it. And I guarantee that there'll be numerous situations with those kind of coaches who have been in it for so long where they just know that something's going to work. They've seen it work. They've done it multiple times. It might not be evidence-based, but they've seen it work. And also if something's worked for you for so long and you've had that much success, would you need to change your model of coaching just because it's a bit outdated? Like, Probably not. You might need to tweak it here and there if you want to, you know, stay sort of in the more a little bit more modern with it. But I guarantee, let's say, if we're still coaching in like twenty years from now, like we might not be our coaching models won't be as as modern as maybe someone at our age now. But we'll have so much more knowledge, so much more experience, so much mm -hmm. more results and better results that we won't be worried if we've not got the most up to date form of coaching because we know what we do works. Yeah, exactly. And I'll be close to death anyway. So I won't And it depends on the clients that you work with, because if we just worked with solely elite clients, like obviously some, some coaches literally just work through WhatsApp, yeah. but that will work for a lot of people. They won't need to have everything like that. They'll literally like, right, what, what, tell me what to eat and tell me what to train. Tell me what my drugs are. Like that's all I need. And people will like, they won't need to log anything else. And to an extent, like sometimes the, the more simple it is, the better. But I think for people who aren't that level, you know, and also people who are trying to learn more and people who want to get more out of a service, it's good to educate them a lot more and have more variables to track because you can sort of explain why we're tracking this and why we're doing that. And it's sort of, if you've got that control, I always say to my clients, you know, if, if we don't have something tracked, we don't have control over it. So if we're trying to manipulate your energy balance, but we don't have control over it, we don't have anything tracked in terms of expenditure, how can we control it? But if you're an elite bodybuilder, you're probably going to know that you need to increase your steps or you need to change this or change that. Like, and you can just say, right, I want you to increase your steps. Yeah. Is it my question? It is, mate. Tell your food hack. Tell your approach in the end of the gaining phase. I don't know, mate. Just a few days left. Um, 
This is from Dalton Smith Bodybuilding. Best ways to learn to self-coach if hiring coach not in the budget. Self-coached three years, he says. Well, I know this because he actually applied for coaching. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he applied, I think, like, when I was in Egypt. It was around maybe a week or two before or around that time. So, yeah. Um, but to be fair, track data, as Finn said, like, track, track data, take checking photos, have a check-in day, uh, have days where you are quite, like, critical regarding how your week's been and understand it takes time. I prepped myself last year pretty much solely up to about four weeks out without really any running any ideas off in. And even then, like all the decisions were still driven off like my input. And it was where like I just said, what do you reckon? And someone was like, yeah, cool, I'll maybe this. And I listened. And that was after nine years of training on my own, like without being coached. And if it was, well, I was going into a prep with three years training experience, Jesus Christ, no chance I'd have the knowledge. No chance I'd understand. But I've run through many phases. And if anything, you probably would learn quicker with working off a coach because you'd see how they coach. You'd see the mechanisms. You'd see what they look for, especially if you're early into it. But like, just assess data, track how, how your body responds, track how your training is, get a sense of enjoyment, get a sense of progression in all metrics, and just make sure that you're being accountable and holding yourself adherent to nailing the basics. And you'll most likely notice, okay, cool, this works for me. This doesn't work for me. And it's relatively simple when you're nailing everything on a daily basis. Yeah, I think like the best way to do it is just to treat yourself like you're a client. So yeah. if you, like, how would you want to be coached? What would you want to track? What would you feel like you need to track? What would be necessary to track? Um, that's the best way of doing it. Because like we both have like my, like again, same with you, like our sheets that we use for our clients, we use for ourselves. And, yeah. you know, we, we do what we get our clients to do because otherwise what, what, what would be the point? We won't, we won't make our clients do something that we don't think is worth doing. Yeah, so like treat yourself as if you were basically your own client and give yourself the best service that you possibly can. And if you're not sure on something, ask someone. Like don't be afraid to ask people. Just because you're not being coached doesn't mean that you can't run ideas by people like asking on the podcast or messaging somebody, um, running ideas by, by people. Like there's a hell of a lot of information out there now. There's member sites, there's forums. You know, you could easily log your let's say your entire prep on jp's site and yeah. get an people insight from that. a lot of really well-educated people who have been in the game for a long time who have got a lot of experience like so that you're not you wouldn't necessarily be coached by them but you could be like right this is where i'm at you know this is my food you know any thoughts any, you know am i running behind you know any thoughts from anybody would be appreciated you're probably going to have a good few hundred people's eyes on that and probably going to be a few who want to help like or at least just you know give you a bit of an insight so you know don't be afraid to ask like you know i think a lot of the time people nowadays and even we're guilty of it like we almost let let your ego get in the way and think that you know what you should be doing and maybe you do a lot of the time but it's also not going to do you any harm getting a second opinion even if you still think that yours is right it's not a bad idea to do that um so yeah don't be afraid to ask for advice especially towards the end of prep like reese was saying when you're pretty fucked because you will be pretty fucked. Yeah. All right. Um, good, good answer, mate. Top three favourite physiques in BB ATM? Um, probably my own. Fucking mint. I look so good, mate. When I'm lean, yeah. I'm going to be a different animal. You're going to be hard to beat, you are. And you no one's going to beat me. No, you, can, you can clip this up. Whoever's listening, <laughs> clip this up. I will be undeniable. 
I've done everything I'm in my power. I'm, I'm going to be bringing it. I will be undeniable, no doubt. So I'm just going to, I'm going to speak it into existence. I will win. I will win. I will win. All right. You can clip that up and you can tag me in it when I get beat next year. <laughs> <laughs> when I get done. Um, right, mate, I don't actually have three off the top of my head. Um, in bodybuilding, like actual yeah. bodybuilding or physique or. No, it's just a BB, so. Sanaya. I don't know. <laughs> So, uh, now she's wellness. Such, such a BB. Uh, AJ and Cuba. <laughs> That's the <other. laughs> And George, George Osborne. Yeah. AJ, Cuba, and George Osborne. That's the three. Nah, let us be serious. No, I don't know. Um, to be fair, it's one of those where, like, you could just say the top three guys that always win. All yeah, at the thinking, minute that are like high level. Brandon, and then some. Yeah, but if we're picking guy. like again, these guys are popular, but like people that like I'd actually put Mark Hector in there just because obviously we know him and he's. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking Mark. Um, Mark I'd probably say Mark. Hunter. I like Hunter's physique, and I'd probably say maybe Brett Wilkin. And to be fair, like I like I like Ian's physique, I like Nick, but I would argue that I like them more than I like their physiques. So if you like the person, I like, I like training with intent. I like Ryan. I yeah, like his I like physique. Like yeah. You think his? He, you think he's the top three in bodybuilding? Yeah. Top three in the entire world. Yeah. He is a sound guy. We like him, don't we? Yeah. Um, shout out Ryan if you're listening. I don't think he listens. Never asked a question or tagged us. So. No. Um. So yeah, we'll probably say AJ, Cuba, and uh, and Ryan. We'll put Ryan in instead of George. Sorry, George. Yeah. Track actually, Keefe. And Keefe is actually a decent shout. And Keefe also counts for Thorburn as well. Keefe is basically Thorburn. It's the same person. Yeah. Yeah, without injuries. Yeah. All right. This is from that guy that wanted us to um, hire him as a coach. What's his name? Who is it? Simon. Yeah, Coach Simon Mod. Hope you're good, mate. Apologies that we've both not hired you as a coach. Um, no hard feelings. Did you ever have to get rid of an emotional attachment to food in order to bodybuild? Mm. Good question, to be fair, Simon. Um, no, not really. I feel like I, I, I'm quite objective at times. Where I, like, I remember last year I was like, oh, I'm really I'm liking my my one crumpet and jam that's gonna go soon and then i was like and it's gone like there's not that's all it would be it would be like that's it there wasn't really an attachment to a food that i was like i need this food in because i view when you track your macros for so long food just becomes numbers and energy and like you don't even really enjoy the food so it was like okay cool this has to be gone for the, the goal therefore i can take it out and i'm completely comfortable with my decision to take it out yeah i think even like I was thinking because you put in order to bodybuild so like if you thought of that as like the start of when you first started training but I'm mm. thinking like back then for the normal person like if you like normal you're not bodybuilding like food is is just seen as like in, in my opinion anyway food was is, it was always seen as fuel for what I was doing and enjoyment to an extent dependent on what the food was but it was never like, because I obviously like playing football and stuff when I was growing up, it was never like, oh, I need to have a really nice dinner. 
like for football later. It was like I would eat for I would eat for performance back then anyway. So I think if I didn't play sport, then I probably it would maybe be a bit harder. But even so, like once you get into bodybuilding, you understand it. You understand that food is fuel for performance. Yeah. You just have to get over it and be like, right, cool. This is what I need to do. Yeah. Don't forget memories over macros. Yeah, memories over macros, bro. So yeah. Um, right. I'm planning on competing in 2024. Any tips to keep your mind focused on the goal? I just say 2024, man. Like it's so far away. Archie for us. So Archie, you're so far away. Just enjoy training, man. Enjoy getting stronger. Enjoy progressing your lifts. Don't think too much about the end goal. You shouldn't be waking up thinking 2024, all in, all in 2024. Just literally live your live your life. Enjoy training. Put on some muscle. Do a tidy up if you need to. Eat progressively when you're not, and get strong, and then compete. <laughs> like I feel like people go into it and they're so like, "I'm this is the year I'm competing," and it's like you're two years away. You know, you're like probably a good yeah. twenty. It will it will come start. around quick though. But again, yeah, it cool. doesn't really change anything. Like, no, if you were to compete in 2026, the, the plan would still be the same right now. If you were to compete yeah. next year, the plan would still be the same right now. Like. So yeah, exactly what we said. Like, don't overthink it. Um, just do what you need to do, which is build more muscle. When it comes yeah. to the prep, then you can worry about making changes and changing the focus. But like, I think again, it's that kind of saying that we've said loads of times is that you know you shouldn't really be training just to compete. You should be yeah. you know, training because you enjoy it, and competing is a byproduct of that because you want to almost like have a competitive level outside of just competing against yourself in the gym. Yeah, good answer. How many questions do you have more? I'd like to about this is the last one, mate. Wicked, perfect timing. We need to wrap it up, don't we? We've got five minutes, six minutes. Um, this is from your client. Is it Aisha? Is that how you pronounce it? Or Aisha. 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 Which muscle is the most limited by genetics when trying to build? What do you, we asked this, we answered this last week. She messaged me saying, Can, I've asked Finn the question. He, and I was like, I should. Was it her question last week as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, oh, she, she puts it on in the background and she said she must have just missed it. So <laughs> listen. Yeah, maybe listen to it next time. We said, we said calves. Yeah, we said calves. Her calves are actually like, Aisha's calves are sick. They're better than like both of ours combined, which is basically just mine. So, yeah, I've not got any. Um, yeah, what's the difference between emotional hunger and physical hunger? I would say emotional hunger is when you're probably more so when you're bored and yeah. you're thinking about it, thinking about dieting. Physical hunger will be when you're actually experiencing like the hunger pains, if you like. You can feel like your stomach rumbling, you can feel your energy levels are low, you're struggling to you know, walk about, you're struggling to do your day-to-day -day activities. That would generally be, I would class that as physical hunger. Emotional hunger, I would say, is like I say, when you're bored, when you're just thinking about food because you've not got anything else to do. Um, yeah, or when you're sort of trying to almost attach that emotional connection to food just because I'm dieting out. Oh, I'm, I'm dieting, so I'm hungry. If you think like that, you will be hungry. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I, got, I didn't get hungry once pretty physically. I had all the symptoms of it, but I didn't like notice. And I'm like, oh, I'm physically so hungry. I didn't. I would argue, uh, like, now if if i let's say i'm half an hour an hour late to having a meal like i'm not hungry don't get me wrong but i know that i'm like ready for a meal whereas when i'm dieting like i'm like you know i'm i'm, I'm you're almost hungry all the time but you just don't really notice it because it's just yeah, it's normal. 
Yeah, exactly. It's so normal that you're just like, okay, cool, this is how I feel. But like emotional hunger, I always, I found last year so funny because I, I knew exactly what emotional hunger is. And the first bite of pizza that I had, you know, when we had that pizza and you were like, is it good? I'm like, yeah, it's sound. Like I wasn't like, oh my God, this is amazing. It was no. just like, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Like it was, it was cool. Something different. But I knew instantly. And I was telling myself like the, the day that I woke up, you're going to have food tonight. And you have one bite and go, fucking hell, it's not even that good. But that's because you know what to look for. yeah but because people look for the end goal and they're like can't wait to eat can't wait to eat and then you eat and then they bullshit it and start crying oh, it's so nice it's Why not, don't people it do a taste exactly. test oh my god it yeah. tastes just like biscuits <laughs> wow wow oh my god so yeah amazing right and the last one mate how often do you argue if so what's the worst argument you've had don't think we ever really had properly argue do we no, I don't do, think it's we're... usually I've, I've taken the piss out of Reese and then he gets offended. Fuck off, no, it's not that. Usually, you, you're you can be you're better now, but especially when you were younger, you quite uh like you'd say bitter comments at times that were not offensive, but you'd be quite like you'd say something that's a little bit like you didn't really need to say that, you're a bit harsh. Like, you go from like a three out of ten to like a nine, I'd be like, all right, mate. And I remember a few times I called you out and I was like, Finn, is that really needed? Or like, and then like you probably took a step back and went yeah fair enough but then we both Surely I was like, only joking though no no no, no. You, yeah, it wasn't like it was more so you just up the severity of it and I was like alright okay mate chill out and then you were like okay fair enough but I feel never, like there's not really a level now no there's not really we never yeah, you could say anything and I'd be like yeah yeah we've never had we've never had an argument we've never really had we've had things we disagree upon but then we just we talk and we explain and it's like we said before if you piss me off i'll say oh mate what do you reckon like what, what's this about and likewise mate, if i did be, something mate, you'd be a dick yeah yeah you'd say something and you'd go and i'd, I'd explain and you go okay makes sense because we communicate it's not like we are going to sit there pissed like off a relationship you just got to communicate communication is key yeah exactly and we've now got a healthy what four-year relationship? I don't think we've ever really are. Healthy four-year homosexual um, relationship under under the covers. Nobody nobody yeah, exactly. knows. Now it's outed on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Once Actually, people guys. think we're people think we're brothers, don't they? Yeah, we've had that a few times, but we're not. We're not. No, we're Thank not. fuck. Anyway, that's the podcast. Any other questions? Thursday, ask them. Thanks as always for the story tags. That's pretty much that. Hopefully, everyone has a good week. And we'll catch you guys next time. See you later. Bye.